0: So what a way to start the podcast! Um, absolutely bombastic stuff there from the band Here Lies Man. Pete, we've played these before, but um, I think we were saying off air they've they've absolutely nailed their sound on this uh, on this new record.
1: they say it on the bandcamp and on the press blurb, which is there's an off kind of like line which is said about them, which is like Sabbath does Afrobeat. They don't even kind of try and deny it on the on, on the press blurb. They just say you know they're continuing upon that line, and therefore if you've heard the band before it's very familiar that they haven't traveled far from that but that's part of the charity. This it's the fourth album now you know we reviewed the first one the self-titled like four years ago now particularly on this track they've perfected it this is them at their best the power of this strange combination of music not strange you know what i mean like unexpected combination and kind of unequaled really there isn't this there's no band sound like this other than them this psychedelic space rock and afrobeat and all that type of stuff together it just it makes them completely unique
0: yeah i mean to me the last record no ground to walk on it just sounded so massive and, and just to hear something that elevates them even even higher in my estimations um is is just amazing really so the album's ritual divination and this opening track is just kind of like um putting a stake in the ground really it sounds to me like i mean yeah like that that description they always use it's great but it's kind of reductive for the feeling you get from them. They are just so... It puts a smile on your face and it's just so positive in, in, a, in a genre where it can be very negative and, and very sort of like downbeat and you know maybe a bit insular. This is just like, hey, here, we're making real blues rock kind of stuff but with this incredible thread just running through it and you could compare them to Zeppelin, you could compare them to all the psychedelic bands that have gone through... The last few years but they're unique they are very unique and, and they've got an amazing sound I think anyone who hears this first track can't yeah they can't really deny how impressive uh, this band have become so yeah if you're interested in hearing that they've released this uh, via Bandcamp and uh, yeah you can find it at hereliesman.bandcamp.com the 9 Hertz podcast as ever nine tracks that we found through the week from Bandcamp and submissions to the 9 hertzcouk website got some amazing tracks this week we always say this but there is um, there's an amazing amount of stuff coming out and um, yeah the quality is just like sky high for the first few weeks of January so the next track is from a band called Concrete Ships who are from Lincoln know this band personally but you know without Knowing them, I'd, I'd be playing this anyway. So um, they've released one track off their new record, which is coming out on Trepanation Recordings, called Flotilla. And uh, yeah, it's just mind-blowing. Psychedelic, repetitive, fantastical lyrics, really strange lyrics from Chris, their the singer. It, it just kind of blew my head off a little bit. What do you reckon to this one, Pete?
1: loved it uh, you know it uh, really did it is, it is brilliant and first of all like the sound the production it's perfect it's like full in your face it's really punchy probably more kind of noise rock and hardcore ranks than it is say like post rock introspection anything think like really yes it's agitated and I like that about it the aggression drives the song so it's an amazing first off of I it mean, um trepanation were kind enough to send us like a review copy of the album today I haven't got around to listen to it yet but you know from this this essentially basically this this band you know they're from Lincoln therefore you know like you know like you say you're friends with them there's there's this connection between you know uh, Lincoln and Sheffield probably because of you and because of Flatlands the bands kind of play both cities um, so I, I've seen them and every, you know the people around here and around you have always kind of said that there's great things to come from this band and this is why because this is a great thing essentially
0: yeah, I mean, they three three fantastic musicians that just kind of know what they're doing, and I get the feeling that they're very sort of focused on what they want to get from the sound. So they actually recorded this in a 13th century castle. I remember them uh, recording it over New Year, I think last year. We were saying, oh, you know, what, what are you up to for for New Year and they said oh we're going into like a cold castle to record an album I was like perfect so I think that's where the, um, the sort of space comes from when you can hear it you can hear the actual you know the drums are recorded in such natural reverb that you get this amazing effect that gives it that hollow kind of huge sound so yeah really really excited to uh, hear the rest of this album i can't can't wait to sort of dig into that email really um you can get this at concrete ships.bandcamp.com or you can get it from depanation recordings uh there's a tape version a cd version and a digital version and i've also released uh, a video for this song so if you you're inclined then uh, go and have a look at that brilliant stuff so this is flotilla by concrete ships Out of the heaviness of concrete ships, we're going straight into a band called Wedge, who are a bit more psychedelic, a bit more kind of laid-back, kind of stoner, groovy sort of stuff. Where did you find this one, Pete?
1: I think we got it sent for review. It's from the Heavy Psych Sounds label. You know, the, the really great Italian stoner and psych label. And, and I've, I've kind of heard of some of the Wedge's previous releases. This one jumped out me though. It's got that retro sound. You can name some of the modern bands that you know they remind you of, like like the compatriots Cadaver or even like Church of the Cosmic Skull, Helicopters, that type of thing. But there's a purity in its kind of retro look back that it has. And you start to think about bands like Blue Cheer and even like bands like Canned Heat and Boston and Cream and like an MC5 vibe about it as well. So, and it, it feels a lot, you obviously get a lot of, you know, that in Stoner and um, Proto-Doom and that type of thing. But this feels from that age rather than just, a, you know, a modern reverie of that. So it just feels gleeful and, and happy. And yeah, it, it just clicked with this.
0: Yeah, it sounds very authentic, where I think a lot of bands mm. might just try and like buy the right amps or guitars and attempt to sound like that. But this just sounds very natural and very focused in, in that way, so yeah, I completely understand that. Really striking uh, artwork, I've never seen, well, haven't seen much like this for a while. It kind of looks like, Do you if you remember the Hey Colossus album, Project Death, yes. it's got that kind of... I don't know, around the maybe sort of like mid two thousands was a lot of art like this and it's I I really liked it, you know, it's really heavily stylized kind of cartoony sort of stuff. But it just suits their music down to the ground, and I thought it was really striking and really got me sort of switched on to them straight away, so yeah, it looks like they've um, stuck with that for a few albums as well I, yeah, I just thought this whole album was just a really pleasant listen and, you know, (laughs) we listen to a lot of heavy stuff on here, and I think sometimes we just need to break it up a little bit, and Wedge were just the perfect band to just do that, really, so loved it. Yeah, you can get this at wedgeband.bandcamp.com the album's called Like No Tomorrow and we're going to play the opening track, which is Computer i heavy stuff we're going to be playing a split release uh, from Sitorak who we've played um, quite a few times on the podcast already because they keep just um, yeah they keep kind of uh, collaborating with other bands and and various labels and they seem to pick amazing bands to do uh, splits with so we're not going to play the Sitorak track we're going to play the uh, who they've done uh, split with which is Revered and Reviled above all others and it's coming out on Sleeping Village Records which is um, kind of a reviews website and a really amazing Uh, label i mean we've played um some bits and pieces from them before they did a brilliant compilation called sleeping village caravan of doom uh, back in october and it just seems to me that they're they're forging ahead um in a way that reminds me of um like what nine hertz did years ago they're really going in all in on the reviews they've got like a bit of community about them they've set up like a bandcamp review uh, network so if if you kind of review one of their sort of releases they'll review one of yours and it's kind of using their sort of influence to, to do something really really positive really so I'm well behind the label um, and I'm really behind this release because it's just a, a really unusual one so Cytorac we've played a few times sort of metallic kind of grindcore stuff um, with I don't know like power violence bits and pieces in it but the span on the other side uh, are just completely bizarre I mean what did you make of this one because it's it's pretty damn strange isn't it
1: it is, yeah, and I like that. You know, like you say, we're fully in on uh, Ceteract, so it was good to hear this. And you know, band I was unaware of before, but it's, it's strange. It's abrupt. It's it's kind of this splurge of noise and anger, but fed through, I don't know, like a mind altering kaleidoscope of, of distortion, and then these Latin chants. And yeah. then you know, like, what's going on? And then it's over. It's over. Like in, is it about a minute and a half? And you said. What, what was that? <laughs> it was like you just think, "Where's this going?" And it ends, and you think, "I'm, I'm not quite sure what we experienced," but but that's a good thing, you know. It, it's different and it's odd and uncomfortable. Um, I like I'm just looking on the bandcamp page. It says talking about the uh, the release as a whole. It says kind of pugilistic sludgy heft, an unbridled doom violence aggression, and then it says in other words, a whole lot of fun. So yeah, perfect. That that's kind of that's two lines to really draw me in, and kind of and it, it delivers
0: absolutely i mean both bands have done a cover as well so sitarac cover a jawbreaker uh, song boxcar and uh, revered and revived above all others, play uh, a Devo cover, which is Gut Feeling, which is uh, it, so far away from the Devo original. It's amazing. Uh, I, I do like it when you, you get a twisted, completely demented cover, and this, this is exactly what it is. So complete respect to that. So um, yeah, we're gonna play the other revered song on this, uh, which is In Porcos Laqueo, and you can get this at sleepingvillagerecords.bandcamp.com. picking um the most ridiculous uh, band names on Niners podcast and this is no exception. So Grave Huffer are up next. Pete you found this and it's it's just brilliant, isn't it? The whole album's demented and and strange, isn't it? So yeah. Seems to have loads of guest musicians on it, including people from Voivod, <laughs> Annihilator and Nevermore. It seems to be a lot of in-jokes as well. So it's all over the place. I mean no no two songs really sound the same as far as I can tell. So, yeah, how did you find this one? And, yeah, what have you got to spill about? Something?
1: We got Yeah, we got it sent for review. Um, and actually, I think there's a band called Casket Huffer. There is, yeah. Um, and is, initially, yeah. yes, you know, which is even more amazing that we've got two bands listening the names like that. But anyway, um, I, I just started listening to it. And like you say, the the arms all over. You know, you've got this artwork, which looks like some weird kind of late 90s, death metal thing going on with luminescent colors and strange you can't even tell what's going on on there and then the music i've I've listed this you know we say fairly often you list something and you get something different from every time um this probably more than anything every time i listen i think oh god there's just a different element in there different genre a different band i'm reminded of um so you know, some of the things we'll kind of mention now aren't necessarily relevant to this song we're about to play. But across the album, you, you just get busy. There's this kind of weird kind of modern out there thrash thing like oozing wound or even someone like Skeleton Witch, you know, that type of thing going on. There's a bit that really reminds me of kind of uh, To Walk A Middle Course era Kylisa. There's vocals, which remind me a bit of a uh, scissor fight of all, you know, just sort of, where's that going from? This growling, rumbling bellow, which immediately thought of them and i thought already i was like what the hell you know just picking it out and then i had them on again today and there's uh it's on a different chapter this one there's this spiteful sludge came through reminds me of graves at sea or iron monkey and then there's these definite death metal elements and it's just all in there and it sounds amazing it's it's hard to take in and i think the more you know cliche, like I say, but it really is true, it's that the more you listen, the more you appreciate this and the more actually you enjoy it.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, all of those genres are done incredibly well, it's not like they're just like dipping their toe in like, and saying, oh let's just throw in a thrash bit here, let's throw in a grind bit here. It's all very good and it could all be different bands playing and the production, I think, shows it all off as well, so it's a dense record I mean, it's 12 songs long, the songs aren't particularly short and you get to really know this band as it goes through, so... <laughs> I'd I'd say like it's worth just putting this on a few times to see what happens. I mean that death before disco song, literally has like disco sucks chants on it and a disco beat and yeah it's it's got that kind of um, very strange kind of element to it that you used to get from really strange distros in in like the early two thousands like just all this all these influences melded into one and and you'd be like what what the hell is this it's it's all the better for it and the people. In- involved, it just—it really brings it out of the ordinary. So, yeah, absolutely amazing release. The uh, record's called Necro Eclusion, and you can get this at gravehuffer.bandcamp.com. And we're going to play the song "Customer of the Sea."
2: Where are we? Help me to recollect.
0: Uh, Sentient Bruin are a label that we've played countless times on the podcast and with good reason, uh, really amazing chords control and they seem to pick bands that are just going over the edge in terms of creativity and, and extremity without being vulgar, without being dumbed down and, and it's, it, to me it's like intelligent heavy music and it's it's just brilliant stuff yeah this this release is just astonishing really so it's members of void rot suffering hour tvea and nothingness In a in a way it kind of reminds me of stuff we might have heard last year from black curse and and things like that maybe um but they've they've kind of listed bands like alter age immolation impetuous ritual and stuff like that as as influences but yeah to me it's just incredibly layered and ferocious death metal with a hint of black metal in there just to kind of make it all the more venomous. So yeah, I don't know what we made of this one, Pete, but it just kind of blew me away. Three tracks and they're done. It's brilliant.
1: Yeah, I love this. And Void Drop had that album out last year. I think it was on Sentient Ruin and Everlasting Spear, if I remember, um, which was brilliant. You know, we followed them from the start, from their first release. Suffering Hour, the same, absolutely love. They've got an album out in February, I think it is, on profound law it's going to be good essentially it's on sentient ruins so again it's going to be good everything they put out is is, is phenomenal and as you describe this is this I, I loved kind of death like this you know like really gloomy how kind of death doom should sound like gloomy and it's like marching through peat in a fog um and, and with a with a impending dread of an unknown threat because it's it is this claustrophobic feel? It's, you're in it, it's like a mire, and I don't, I don't know. I, I can't get enough of this sound. For all the kind of death doom out there, there aren't too many bands who do it as well as this. I don't
0: think. Yeah, it's it's got that kind of dragging element to it as well, a bit mm-hmm. like the ferocity of like bands like Serpent Column, but just with a a kind of uncanny kind of a drag backwards um, through it all so it sounds like it's making progress but probably isn't as you listen to it absolutely brilliant yeah. stuff the artwork's incredible as well um, i urge people to go and have a look at sentientroom.bandcamp.com the album's just self-titled and uh, they've not even named the tracks so it's 1, 2 and 3 we're going to play 2 So I love when we bring bands back um, after having played a release that we've kind of discovered and then you discover that they're just doing amazing stuff, continuing to do amazing stuff. So we played a band called Lamping uh, back in, I think it was October last year, and uh, yeah, they had a re- record app called The Bad Boys of Comedy on the Sony Records. They've uh, released a new EP called uh, New Jaws, yeah, it's just more of the same, but like to me, it's got a bit more of a kind of um, psychedelic vibe to it. I mean, I remember the um, the record before being quite sort of laid back, but this is kind of a bit more driving, maybe? Yeah, I, I kind
1: of list this and liked it. I knew we'd played recently, so I wasn't sure I'd, I'd play it again. And then, particularly the first two tracks on here... I've just they've been buzzing around my head you know since I heard it about a week ago and it was like I've got to play it you know it's the sign of a song well it's a sign it's a sign you've got you know that it's telling you that this is something you love and I was happy to play it I was going to play the the opening track which is the title track which which is a bit more upbeat than this one this this is a bit uh, slower and lower a bit more psyche than that but, you know, I'd recommend listening both. Listen to the whole thing, obviously, but listen to the first two tracks. It, they mention that as well, you know, influenced, like, by Sleep or by Sabbath or by, you know, psych bands of the 60s and 70s. They name indie bands and funk bands and, and bands like Stereolab and De La Soul. And I get it. I get that completely. Yeah. And, it's, and actually, what I like about it, that kind of brings them out of our usual fare, even when we're playing kind of stoner bands, you know, like we played Wedge before. That's still within our realm, you know, our typical realm of music we play. This kind of just shifts them slightly out of that. I think if if this could easily done, be done wrong and it could sound like a terrible kind of U.S. college rock, you know, college radio rock band, but it doesn't. It just sounds genuine and warm and it does have these you know this is called the song's called the funkiest which you know which could be terrible but it isn't and it but there is you know it does have that you know that layer of soul and funk in there and you know like like you say the the primary element is 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 you know warm bright sunny days I could
0: yeah I mean I got a lot of uh, 90s indie UK Britpop stuff yeah uh, here as well which is no bad thing just that kind of almost slacker sound to it um, I think mm-hmm. that's probably what I said about the uh, the album before but um, got a lot out of this one I, th- I heard um, Wooden Ships in here as well like um, mm. that kind of very laid back yeah, bum surf bum sort of sound as well absolutely brilliant EP so yeah we're going to play the song The Funkist as he said and you can get this at lamping.bandcamp.com It was the voice of a courageous explorer the pursuit of man's
2: knowledge and the expansion of his horizon Rise 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 rise.
0: struck by recommendations and uh, you know bands talking about other bands and lifting other bands up and this is a perfect example of that so uh, the band Hidden Mothers put this out they seem to kind of round up new releases on a Friday so if you sort of follow them on Twitter they'll say hey this is out today what else is out today let's let's talk about it let's get things out there so good on you that's a really good way of kind of spreading the word and it has resulted in this band Nil uh, being played on the podcast so I'd say shades of blackmail but but very much hardcore kind of uh, stuff here from Leeds. And yeah, just incredible track. It seems like they released something in November. And this is just a single song that they've put out probably a few weeks ago now. Yeah, what did you make of this one, Pete? Because it's, it's, it's a chugging kind of pissed off sound, isn't it? Yes, it's something of like the relapse bands of
1: the like, early noughties, you know, like, like technical hardcore bands, you know, the, there's a bit of a bit of like the progressive sludge of say cavity in there, all delivered with this really kind of beefed up chunky sound, which does it, you know, does it proud. It really needs it. And it's just another great kind of hardcore release from Leeds. You know, no matter what, you know, whether it's not even COVID can stop Leeds breeding and birthing, hard, you know, these amazing hardcore bands. You know, so that, that's been true since, well, since before me and you moved to Sheffield in 2003, you know, and presumably long before this, Leeds has been, just, will continue. It's just always been. Hardcore bands popping up and always producing these great music, you know, and, and often kind of forming out with other bands. I don't know anything about this band here,
0: nothing at all. So, I'm I'm absolutely fascinated by this. Like, there's no information mm. on the band camp either. So, I guess we're gonna have to just find out um, who they are and uh, yeah, investigate more releases because this is amazing. So, yeah, this seems like a track that might appear on an album at some point this year. So, I can't wait to hear like more tracks from them, to be honest. It's ragey sort of stuff, which is well what I'm into. So um, you can get this at nil-leads.bandcamp.com. I think it was about a quid to buy this track, so uh, this is no lower place to fall. Sometimes we are absolutely taken aback by an album's artwork and, and this this is no uh, no different. So there's a band called Black Sky Giant who have just done this incredibly retro looking amazing um, cover of their new record Planet Terror. I don't know if they're going for the sci-fi thing or the collector's item thing but it, it just looks amazing. And I think someone's even said uh, in the reviews, saw, saw on, uh, this uh, loaded on YouTube and clicked it for the cover art but the two tracks just convinced me and I bought both albums that's absolutely true the the music backs up this image so so well complete kind of jam kind of stoner rock psychedelia isn't it like maybe with a bit of a space theme
1: yeah I I love this they had their first album out in August and I reviewed it I actually did a review and I didn't play them in the podcast because there was so much stuff out and I thought right I'm going to review this I'll review some things. Um, I still occasionally write one. And the the back already, is and I'm really glad about it. It's fans of Venom Sabathi, of Yuri Gagarin. Yeah. Um, this is what they, you know, this, this instrumental stoner rock, space rock, psych, you know, psychedelic rock, with sci-fi sampling and imagery. The, you know, th- that's it. If, you, if you're into that, you will love this too. And I am. And I'm re- you know, I said in the review that, you know, I could hear elements of, you know, bands from the Electrohash label, which is the great uh, German label run by Color Haze. So, you know, Color Haze themselves, um, Rota and, you know, it's obvious a comparison, but Los Natas uh, because they're from Argentina, like uh, Black Sky Giant. But yeah, this is heavy psych space rock. And it's done really well, and it's done. You know, it's done with a light touch. It's not, you know, it's it's not particularly heavy, but it, it does feel quite special. And I like they they put two albums out in the matter of you know less than six months. They're up for one dollar each. They're just doing this for the love of it. They're churning them out. I could listen to this musical day.
0: And and what an image and what a kind of concept for a band as well. Like you say Venom Sabathi vibes here uh, in in sort of perpetuity. Really really good. Yeah. So you can get this at blackskygiant.bandcamp.com. The album's called Planet Terror. And we're going to play the title track. See you next week.